the spring is almost here and with the arrival of warm weather, so begins event season. And so I'm really excited to invite you to our very first Unified Sisterhood Breaking Free Conference taking place on April 15th at Hotel Nyack with me and my Unified Sisters as we plan to bring you the premier women's conference of the year. The Breaking Free Women's Conference is a holistic women's conference where women get to build an ongoing community and are given tangible tools and strategies to continue elevating and leveling up. We meet every woman where she's at, ensuring that she leaves better than she came. So what does that mean? That means that our goal is to address the whole woman, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. So if you are looking to elevate in these four areas of your life, then I would encourage you to head over to breakingfree2023.eventbrite.com and purchase your ticket today. Buy one for yourself, invite a friend, and make it a girl's day. You are listening to the Woman of Faith podcast, hosted by award-winning author and transformation coach, Nancy Ruffin. Whether you're establishing your faith journey or just getting started, the Woman of Faith podcast is passionate about sharing stories of faith that will inspire you to boldly live the life you were created for. If you're ready to elevate your faith and step into who God created you to be, then you're in the right place. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Women of Faith podcast. This is episode 210, which means it's the 10th episode, don't know what's wrong with me today, but it's the 10th episode of the second season. And I'm so excited about that because as some of you may know, if you've been following me for a while, This was a completely new thing that I stepped into with this Woman of Faith podcast. I started my whole podcasting journey probably about five, six years ago. Well, when was 2017? Six years ago uh, with the Empowerment Hour podcast. And this was before podcasting had become really popular. There weren't many people doing it back then. And my first year out, through the grace of God, I the podcast was nominated for Best Podcast Content Creation at the Hispanicized Tecla Awards in 2017. And I've been at it since then. And so we had the Empowerment Hour podcast. Then I shifted to the Nancy Ruffin Show. And then last year, was it last year? Or was it in 2020? I can't remember. But at some point, I had decided to kind of uh, end the Nancy Ruffin show because I felt like I was being called to do something different, to do something new that was more aligned with who I was becoming or who I am becoming. And so the Women of Faith podcast was birthed because I felt the shift in 
who I am becoming and who God is calling me to be. And as with anything, right, sometimes we have to let go of what is comfortable, of what we've been used to, and just kind of step out on fear and trust who God is creating us to be and trust where he's taking us. Right? And some of that requires us to surrender to the process. And that was what I did with the Women of Faith podcast. And it's also the topic for today's episode because I wanted to talk about the space that in between from who we currently are to who we are becoming and what that process is like. And it is scary. I found so much success with the Nancy Ruffin Show podcast. I have built a loyal following. I had hundreds of thousands of downloads on the podcast. You know, people were tuning in every single week. And to say, you know what, I'm going to shut this down and start all over again and do something new and start from the ground up is scary. Because if we're not careful, we will allow ego to get in the way of what God is calling us to create. And I'm not going to lie, I struggled with the idea of just changing the name of the Nancy Ruffin show, right? Because instead of starting from scratch and start of instead of starting from the ground up and building something new, I could have easily just said, you know what? I'm just going to shift the direction of this podcast. I'm just going to change the name. I'm going to maintain the current audience that I have. And all of these things that, to be honest, were things that I thought about. Like I thought about these things, but then I said, you know what? This is not what God wants me to do. He doesn't want me to just change the name of this podcast. He wants me to build something new. He wants me to be intentional. He wants me to operate out of the integrity that I have been known to operate from. It's something that I pride myself in because I try to live my life in a way that is honest and authentic. And I think it's why so many women trust me. It's why I'm able to work with women in so many different capacities because what you see is what you get. I'm not out here trying to fake the funk, trying to be someone that I'm not. I don't pretend. I am really transparent in the way that I operate. And so when the time came, I shut down the Nancy Ruffin show, right? And it's it, it ceased to exist in the way that I created it. And then I when and I created something brand new. And it's hard, guys. It's hard to build something from the ground up because in this world of algorithms, in this world of metrics and numbers, where numbers are king, we know that everything is based on how viral it can go, how quickly it can go viral, all of that good stuff. And when you don't have big marketing machines behind you when you're really just relying on your community and the people that you serve, it's hard to go viral. But I don't do this to go viral. 
to be honest. I do this because I have a message to share. I do this because I feel like it's what God is calling me to do. And I do it because I know that I have a specific audience that I'm serving. And so for me, it's not a matter about whether or not I can do it whether or not I have the resources to do it, because to be honest, it's just me. I'm a one woman team. I'm on here uh, doing the content, producing the show, editing it, creating the flyers that I post on Instagram. I'm my own content creator. You know, it's, it's just me and the creativity that God has given me. And I have never let this idea of not knowing how to do something stop me from doing it. If I have the idea, if God put the the desire in my heart and the vision in my mind, then it is my responsibility to follow through on it, trusting that God is going to provide all of the other resources, whatever it is that that may be. And maybe sometimes the resource is me getting on Google and Googling something, being able to have that access to do that, being able to have the foresight to think about it and to have the skills to research and do whatever it is that God is calling me to do. But what I do know is that no has never been an option for me. Not knowing how to do something has never been a good enough excuse to stop me from doing it. And so this week on the podcast, I want to talk about making space for who you are becoming. And trusting that even you, even though you may not know how to get to the next level, even though you may not have the connections right now, even though you may not have the resources or the money or whatever it is that you think it takes to get you to the next level, that all you have to do is surrender your own ego, surrender the idea that you have to have it all together in order to move forward and to trust yourself. And sometimes you also have to let go of certain people. You have to let go of a certain way of thinking. You have to learn to get out of your own way so that God can make the path for you. If you continue to resist, if you continue to make the excuse, then guess what? You are never going to get to where you're supposed to be and you're never going to become who you're supposed to become. So I want you to grab a pen, a pad, and I want you to listen with an open heart and be prepared to surrender. Be prepared to let go, take down notes, and allow yourself to receive the message of this week's podcast because God has something greater for you, greater than you've ever imagined, greater than where you currently are in your life right now, greater than any success that you have already achieved. I want you to understand that you are not your greatest success. Whatever your greatest accomplishment has been thus far, God has something even greater for you. And in the same mindset, you, are all, you also are not your greatest disappointment. Wherever you have failed, that does not define you. 
I want you to take that failure, take that disappointment, take that thing that has kept you stuck in your current situation and use it as a learning opportunity. Because that's exactly what it is. Because God will use our failures and our disappointments as opportunities to teach us something greater about ourselves. So you are not meant to stay there. You are meant to look at that, to self-reflect and say, God, what is it that you were trying to teach me from this experience? And once you can gleam out of that experience the lesson, you can use that to forge your path forward. So when we return, we're going to get right into it. We're going to get right into this week's topic on the importance of making space for who you are becoming. As a personal and professional development and transformation coach, I work with so many women, and one of the things that I hear often is the desire for women to find community, women that they can connect with, women that are on the same journey as they are, and women that are going to support, encourage, and motivate them. If this is you, then I invite you to join me and the Unified Sisterhood on April 15th at the Breaking Free Conference as we seek to do just that, to build community, a huge community of women, an international community of women that can come together to empower, inspire, and unite. Thank you for joining us for segment two of the Women of Faith podcast. This week's topic is making space for who you are becoming. And I know that sometimes making space for the next version of you can sometimes feel daunting. A lot of times it's because we are creatures of comfort And we just want to stay where we're comfortable, even if it's unhealthy, even if it's toxic, even if it's at the expense of our own personal safety, our physical safety, our mental health, all of that. We will choose to stay in these toxic environments because it's something that we're comfortable with, because it's familiar and primarily Because to become someone new, if we're going to be honest, requires a willingness to let go of the current version of ourselves. And sometimes the idea of letting go what we're familiar with can be scary. And so we resist the opportunity to change because we don't know what's waiting for us on the other side. And additionally, it's hard to hold up that mirror and take accountability for our own negative thinking, for our own toxic behaviors, for our own unhealthy routines and bad habits. And I know that holding on to that feels like the safest thing to do, but no matter how hard 
it can be to change, remaining the same is going to keep you stuck and it is going to prevent you from stepping into your fullest and greatest potential. And I can speak from experience that all of the things that I talk about on this podcast come from a very personal place because it's things that I myself have had to go through and grow through. I have had to let go of really important relationships in my life. I have had to step out of old jobs and old roles and step into new jobs and new roles because I knew it was the only way that I was going to grow and evolve and really challenge myself. And the challenge is hard. Nothing that challenges us is ever going to be easy. So I absolutely get it. Like you can't sit there and tell me, oh, well, you don't understand or I can't, I have to trust or I have to stay here because I need it for financial support or because uh, I need it to take care of my kids or I don't have a support system. There's so many reasons why we stay in our current situations and toxic situations And the reality is that sometimes staying is causing us more harm than if we just took the chance and got up and left. You know, sometimes we go through life making the same mistakes over and over again. We know that something isn't good for us, but we want it anyway. And and the desire for it can be different for everyone. There's like for me... As I continue my own health journey, I can't even tell you how many times I have made a commitment to myself to get healthier, to eat better, to work out more consistently. I've been on this health journey since 2016. Back in 2016, I became a Beachbody coach. And one of the reasons why I became a coach was because I needed the accountability, not like for myself. And I figured if I'm a coach and I have to coach people, there's no way that I can coach someone if I myself am not going through the process. Again, this is part of me and my integrity. Like I know that if I commit to someone else, it's easier for me to stick to something if I'm being accountable to somebody than if I'm just trying to be accountable to myself. And again, this is part of my own self-awareness and me understanding and knowing what it is that I need to hold myself accountable, right? So this is, so this is what I did. If I wanted to stay accountable to myself and my own health journey, I would then have to be accountable to someone else. And I will tell you that in 2016, child, I was the healthiest and the fittest that I had ever been since my 20s. But then I quit. I quit being a coach and then I quit being accountable to myself. And I fell back into the negative, unhealthy lifestyle and pattern of unhealthy eating. And I stopped working out and all of that bad stuff, right? And so I recommitted to myself last year. Um, But what was different was that I had a change of mindset. And so I joined the gym and I have been consistently committed to myself and to showing up 
since then. It's going on seven, eight months, maybe. But as with most things in life, right, we have to learn to let go of the things that are bad for us or the things that are holding us back if we're going to move forward, if we are going to create a new lifestyle, if we want to create new habits and new routines and a new mindset. So really what I'm trying to say is allowing yourself to surrender and allowing yourself to let go helps to create the space for something better. And so I'm going to use the example of relationships to kind of make my point with some of this. And I want to use relationships because I think it's the easiest thing for many of us to connect with. So for example, if you look at your past relationships, you're going to notice that there's a pattern. And so if you look at your relationships and you look at the patterns, have most of your romantic relationships ended when you discovered infidelity, maybe you find yourself being attracted to the same kind of partner. And so because you're attracted to the same kind of partner, you're getting the same type of outcome, right? Someone who is not consistent, someone who doesn't put your needs first, someone who cheats on you, someone who lies, who takes advantage. And the reason that that happens is that we tend to seek out people that feel familiar to us when we're building new relationships. Additionally, you might have some unresolved issues from your past, from your childhood, because psychology tells us that we tend to seek out people to be in relationships with that remind us of relationships from our past. And so if in childhood, you the, your primary relationships were relationships that, were, that had a foundation in instability, in, in, what's the word that I'm looking for? That are built on like lies or you can't count on them or you can't trust them. If this was what the foundation of your relationships were built on when you were a child, then this is all you know. And this is all that feels familiar to you. And this is where you find your comfort, even though it's unhealthy and no good for you. And so if part of your pattern uh, is connecting to individuals with this same troublesome behavior, then there's going to be an unconscious desire to replay the scenario from your past that didn't go well. And this is what you're going to seek out in all of your relationships moving forward. And a lot of times this can even apply to your uh, platonic relationships, right? You are likely to continue repeating this pattern unless you take a step back, do some self-reflection and ask yourself what went wrong in your past that makes you feel like you have to keep choosing these types of individuals to build relationships with. And once you identify your unresolved feelings or your unresolved needs, 
then you'll be able to kind of let that go and you can start rebuilding yourself from a new place in a new space that is healthy. But you have to let that go first. And it's in the letting go that allows you to make space in your life for healthier relationships. And I can't even begin to tell you how hard that process is, but it's not impossible. And this is what I want you to kind of remind yourself about as we, as you go through your own journey, right? The first thing is it's all about making the space for it and allowing yourself to start to let go of some of the negative things that you have been holding on to. And letting go is simply a process of creating that space. As you grow and expand, it's going to be natural to shed the old in order to make room for the new. You have to do it because if your space is clogged up with things that no longer serve you, then you're not going to have the capacity to receive anything new. And this intricate and and often divinely inspired process is something that you have to respect and you have to honor it because it's a part of the cycle of life. It's it's, It's a part of the cycle of death and birth and beginnings and endings. And a lot of times we think that the end of something is just the end. But the truth is that the end of something old is just the beginning of something new. And it's always going to be like that just because it's, the part, it's a part of the cycle of life. Every end is the beginning of something new. And every death is just the rebirth of a new version of you. And so this week, today, this moment, I want you to allow yourself to embrace the idea of of honoring the death of a part of you so that you can make space for the rebirth of something new, of someone new in yourself. Because the clearing out the shedding and the releasing process, it unfolds both internally and externally. And often it is sparked by some form of internal process as you start to redefine old belief systems, perceptions of yourself, judgments, past pains, emotions, and habits. These inner shifts are going to serve as catalysts for the external changes that are going to result because of this process. It's it's like a natural progression. As the things within you start to shift, then so will the things on the external part of you. Like who you become on the inside will start to change who you are on the outside. So if you have been on any form of inner work journey, don't be surprised if suddenly things in your outside world, your external world start to change too, because this change is not happening to you. Okay. 
you are creating it. And so often we think that things are happening to us, but in fact, they're happening for us. And in the happening for us is a part of us that's actually creating it because on some level, you've asked for it. You've prayed for it. You've found yourself on your knees, right? Praying to God or bawling your eyes out and asking for this change. And little by little, as you start to change on the inside, your external world is going to change as well. Another thing that I want you to kind of look at is look at your attachments. What are you attached to? Because fear will only arise through this process of transformation, of letting go, of rebirth, if you're holding on to attachments or needs around a certain person or circumstance. So if your happiness, identity, sense of self-worth value and security is tied up in these external circumstances, like the thing that you are resisting to let go, you will experience pain, struggle, and suffering if they are taken away. And that is just a fact. And this is why we resist change a lot of times, because the change is going to take away something that we have found comfort in, even if it's painful. And it's in that letting go or surrendering of that attachment that we experience the pain and we experience the struggle. And so as these patterns get triggered, I ask you to observe these attachments and notice what feelings arise in you. The next thing I want you to look at or allow yourself to experience is to make room for what is truly right for you. You have to make room for the thing that God has for you and the thing that God wants to give you. If your life is full and busy with quote unquote your plans, then there is no room for God's guidance. You have to let go whatever idea for your own life that you have created so that you can make room for God's plan to work in your life. And if your mind is already set on the ideas of what you think is right for you, then there is no room for what God has for you. There needs to be space and stillness for you to hear and feel and receive what is truly God's will for your life. Because if you are not making room what is right for your heart and soul, then God is going to be unable to manifest the circumstances in your life to ensure that you receive what he has for you. If you are not creating room, it may not be created for you. Okay? I want to say that again. I want you to write that down. You could tweet it, share it, whatever. But if you are not creating room, it may not be created for you. The next thing I want you to channel or I want you to think about is embracing your emotions 
as they rise to the surface. I want you to honor your feelings. It's not about not feeling. It's not about not allowing yourself to experience the pain or the process that we all go through as we let go, as we surrender. It's natural to feel intense emotions as you let go of people or circumstances that feel incredibly important to you. I want you to know that you are allowed to grieve. You are allowed to mourn. You are allowed to cry, even to scream and get angry. Like you're allowed to go through all of these things. So I want you to give yourself the grace and permission to do so. Letting go and surrendering, it's a very emotional process. And the same at, it's at the same as when you lose anything in your life, you're going to mourn it. And I want you to give yourself the space to do that. Embrace your emotions without judgment and allow the energies to wash over you. Let that be a cleansing. Let that be a release. Like honor the thing that you're letting go. Breathe into them. Feel them. Journal about them. Talk to people. Reach out to your circle or your squad or the people that help to lift you up during this time because you're going to need them. And it's okay. It's okay to honor your feelings. Embrace them. Honor them. But don't wallow in them. Feel the feeling and then let it go. The next tip I want you to consider as you work on creating space for who you are becoming is practicing sacred surrender. And what does that mean? That means that you let go of your own natural desire to control how things go and allow for God to move in your life. See, letting go facilitates the burning up of your fear-driven ego. The, because ego is what is guiding our desire to want to stay in that comfort zone. And that your ego self is the thing that is keeping you stuck and preventing you from establishing that closer connection with your infinite, whole, love-filled spirit. And it is the ultimate surrender. It is the highest form of trust. The greatest catalyst for awakening. It's something, if something has been taken from your life or feels like it is falling apart, let it, let it fall apart. Because sometimes your life has to fall apart in order for it to come together. So the thing that you keep trying so hard to hold on to, the thing that you keep trying so hard to make work and it's still not working, let it go. Let it fall apart. Trust that this is all part of you having the room to make space for something new, 
to hear new insights and to receive new steps forward. It is in the falling apart that God is trying to make space to rebuild something new and better in your life. And some of us, we try so hard to hold on to things that we have no, no, no business holding on to. The thing that you're trying to hold on to is the very thing that God wants you to let go of so that he can bring into your life the thing that is going to grow you, that's going to make you better, that's going to bring you the happiness that you have been searching for. Letting go is part of your spiritual evolution by releasing all of the attachments to circumstances or people that hold power over you. You are being guided to reconnect with the power that lies within you. Start to trust the things that are happening in your life and trust that they're not happening to you. They're happening for you. The next tip I want to share is look out for dead ends and roadblocks. The more you see that something is falling apart or withdrawing from you, the more you may struggle to keep it. You may cling, hold on tighter, or work harder at it. Notice the energy behind that. Because if it is meant to work, it will flow and doors will open. If it is not, then they won't. You will hit dead ends and brick walls. And they're there for a reason. There's a reason why you're hitting a brick wall. Because that is God putting a period behind something you're trying to put a question mark to. When God says it's the end, trust that it is the end. And turn around and look for the other path that he is trying to make you aware of. And if you feel like fighting that roadblock initially, if you feel like tearing down that brick wall, then allow yourself to do that. But what's going to happen, and you'll notice that soon you're going to grow tired of that. And it's going to feel like you're swimming upstream. And at some point, you're going to have to surrender to that and allow, for, allow yourself to move in the direction that God wants you to move in. And lastly, trust that your life is upgrading. Life is not punishing you by taking something from you. It is bringing you exactly what you need to experience, to amplify your growth, awaken your consciousness, and heal your old wounds. You are upgrading to the next level in your life. Allow that to happen. The new circumstances you manifest are all being orchestrated so that you can experience greater amounts of love, abundance, happiness, and freedom. Because ultimately, that is what you want. You want your soul to be free. You want your life to be free. You want to just live in the abundance that God has for you. So please know that anytime you are letting go, you are just making room for something even more magnificent to flow into your life. Don't just grieve what you are losing. 
but get excited about what is coming. I hope this episode blessed you. I hope you found some encouragement here. If you did, I encourage you. I ask you to share it and let us know. Let me know what you thought about this episode. If you had any revelations, any aha moments, if I forced you to think about things a little bit different, please let me know and know that whatever circumstance you find yourself in the middle of, whatever struggle you are um, encountering right now, just know and trust that all of it is happening for your greater good. Until next time, thank you for listening. And remember that you were created for more. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Woman of Faith podcast. If this episode blessed you, Consider supporting us by leaving us a rating, giving us a review, writing a comment, and sharing with your network. And if you feel really moved, you can consider making a financial donation to the link in our episode notes. Until next time, I pray that you are blessed, that you step boldly into what God is calling you to do, and that you never forget that you were created for more.